Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6, Episode 5, it's called The Other Thing. So full spoilers for the episode as always. And this, uh, our S.H.I.E.L.D. reviews are brought to you by one of our patrons, uh, Tim Neal. So thank you to him. Uh, so, episode we're back in space, we get to see all, all that crew again. Um, yes. Yeah. We, 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 get a bit, uh, we get a bit of... Yeah, we get a bit of everyone... With the exception of Deke. <laughs> yeah, not about that. Um, what What is interesting is, you know, I thought, oh, there's three threads going here. But when you actually look at them, two of them are dealing with the exact same topic. They're just different sides of it. Yes. Um, also, by the end of the episode, uh, there's some convergence that happens. And we don't have as many split up groups anymore. Uh, so we'll, we'll get uh, to that. I mean, I think we do. Kind of. Well, no, because there was two groups in space before, and now there's just one. Well, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, there was... Because there was definitely a clear distinct episodes before where it was there like, was, oh, yeah. there was, there was the Fitz, and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Whereas now it's just going to be Fitz and Simmons and Enoch together. Yes. And then, you know, everyone else is on Earth. And even May's back coming towards the home base at the end of yeah, the episode. Yeah, that's the plot where uh, May's side of things and then, you know, the, everyone else on Earth, they're pretty much dealing with the exact same thing. So even though they're very separate uh, in terms of location and a few, you know, personal details, they're, they're, they're thematically they're the same plot thread. Yeah, we'll start with the space stuff, I think. We'll talk about... Um... So, so a giant ship appears, which they think is a confederacy, but it's actually... Um, more of Enox people, and we meet essentially an ex-girlfriend of Enox, which yes, was... we we hear a lot about charging pods and data ports. Yes, yes, he says the line, "I can't believe I ever, you know, trusted you with my data port or something to that effect," which. Because before that, I wasn't necessarily getting like ex lovers or anything like that from it. It wasn't until that conversation where I went, "Oh wait yeah, a minute," because <laughs> yeah. it's a little bit frosty and and weird. But you just put it down to them being them. Yeah, did a lot with everyone. So. Yeah, exactly. And then she's like, I can't believe I let you in my charging pod. <laughs> so that's the thing. Uh, but they get out, they get out, so it turns out to be them, and they're taken captive, and it's like, hey, we have Fitz. And he's not on the same ship. They sort of just show him as a hologram. But it's like, right, you know, we want you to tell us how you traveled in time because our planet has been destroyed, and we want to save it. So, Pretty that, reasonable logic. That's their goal. And, you know, Sky and Simmons are like, well, we don't really know how. There was a thing, and it just kind of happened, and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it's like, some... well, Fitz kind of did it eventually, someday. Yeah, there's some back and forth, but this version of Fitz technically didn't do it. And Enoch, who's very conflicted, and is told them multiple times at this point that Fitz is his best friend. Uh, if I had a one point, Simmons is like, <laughs> yeah, Simmons is like, well, we're friends too. Like, I mean, you may not know this, but in the future, you know, the, the version of you that died, like, he he sacrificed himself to save us. He helped save humanity. Like, you know, we're and, friends too. And this too. is why he learns that you now they succeeded. Yeah, um, and this gives him this cold hard logic of well, Simmons can be inspiration for Fitz. If if, if Simmons is in danger then Fitz can pull off anything. And we've seen that in the show repeatedly. He's not wrong. <laughs> um, and Simmons, you know, they're ready to fight. You know, Sky's ready to throw down. And Simmons is like, you know what? No, I will come with you willingly and I will work with Fitz as a partner because we're a team. But you have to let everyone else go and let them go home. And, you know, yeah. Sky doesn't want to leave her, but she's like, no, no, like, I've dragged you across space for a year. You, you, you guys go home. I'll be with Fitz and we'll work something out. And I still expect that we'll have everyone reunited on Earth eventually, but... 
for now we're going to get Fitz and Simmons together, which is yeah, yeah, great. So yeah, yeah it is uh, a lot of good banter on this year, especially between Piper and Davis. Piper Davis, I, I loved at the start. She's complaining that he got high and destroyed something on the ship, and. He, he comes out, he's like, can we turn off Enoch because he's giving me a headache and then Piper complains about him shooting something. He's like, you know what, I misdiagnosed that Piper's the source of the headache. It's Piper. <laughs> uh, and there's later on when, when they're about to you know be boarded and they're all you know lined up with their guns and Davis says something utterly stupid he rhymes. about aliens. Yeah, because Enoch says something um about it ends with it ends with an own sound and he goes yeah and i'm good at putting aliens down <laughs> something something like that <laughs> everyone just looks at him it's like what well, sorry we're being space yeah. royal all right let me and then the other one that i quite liked is uh when they're getting put in a cell paper and davis uh davis yeah paper papers he's got a hangover sick. can we get yeah. some water yeah, he gets cranky and as soon as they leave he's like cranky yeah, I was being nice. You're a whiny bitch. I <laughs> killed. <laughs> I had more Piper and Davis hating each other. I need this to be a thing, and yeah, I need them like glorious. And I need them to like burst into a giant kiss with soppy music playing at the end of the season. Uh, now I'm not doing this intentionally, but I'm very much thinking from the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm thinking Xander Cordelia. I'm thinking that it's, moment's it's coming eventually. Kind of shit, you know, when we know they've both got like families, right? Or at least Davis does. Does he? Yeah, he mentioned a wife and kids a couple episodes ago. Oh, you're right, he did. I'd forgotten about that. Well, we'll hear that he's had a divorce by then. God's sake. <laughs> we'll, we'll hear that he's been on it's the job fine. too much. They can be terrible friends. <laughs> he's been on the, I just, I want, I want the moment where the music goes over the top and they, they get so angry that they start kissing. I want that scene. <laughs> I want it though. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, all that stuff is great, and you know that's just that's kind of how the, the, the it plays out. Uh, there's the post uh, titles scene at the end. Is uh, I think Enoch's got more of a plan than he's letting on because he comes in and he admits to Fitz what he's kind of you know said and done, and Fitz gets really angry at him, and says he's the worst, and then he's like, yeah. oh, was it was it he says before he presses his button? He says, um, so about being his friend. Yeah, some about being, 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 you know, I'll, I'll always I consider always you friend. my friend. Um, yeah. And any releases gas into the room, which is knocking out fits, and that's where we cut off. But it makes me think that Enoch was has been playing his his uh his contemporaries the whole time. It does feel like that, yeah. Yeah, he's got a plan to get he's him a, and Simmons out. He's uh he's learnt something from the poker game. Ah, uh, he's learned how to bluff. Yeah. Learned how to bluff. Yeah. So I did, I did actually realize on on Enoch, I like the conversation with with his a. Uh, with his ex about um you know when he's like oh you know you, she's like, you've changed you know that's made you soft he's like yeah yeah I've, i have changed i am different um yeah but that's a, a good thing that was that was quite a nice scene enoch what he said enoch with a hard k enoch enoch yeah. <laughs> i mean i'm overdoing it right now to make my point but <laughs> yeah it's a ch damn it Look, I, I'm yeah. Scottish, right? I'm going to eat yeah, the hard the, the chat. The rest of the world a... is, is not doing that. Sorry? The rest of the world is not saying it how you are. Enoch? No, they're not. Fitz says. Fitz is the only one. But Fitz is the only right one, so. Well, let's see how Enoch says it, shall we? He says it, I'm sure he does. Uh, I am like Enoch. <laughs> I don't think he does say it like that. That's how you say it, damn it. Everyone else is wrong. It's not me that's out of touch, it's the children. The children are out of touch. 
<laughs> anyway, um, so that that was that plot. Um, so there are a lot of teases of, of Fitz and Simmons, and you know, again, this show moves at such a pace. The plot just keeps going, and we're already at a point now where you know uh, they get back to Earth. It's actually it's a really nice moment when they land at the end, and you know, everyone's like relieved that they're coming back, and obviously we're expecting Mac to be like, "Where's the others?" <laughs> yeah, but the moment with, with Mac and Sky, you know, you know that that's nice. You know, yeah, because it's, it's been so long since we've seen them together. Yeah, that's really nice. Uh, they're all kind of happy. And then, you know, new dude from last episode, Lemon Face, he, he comes around uh, and says, uh, oh, May's on her way back. She's captured him. And Sky's like, who's him? Captured who? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, I need to hear about this. Yeah, and I'm yeah, calling him. I'm explaining to Lemon them. Face, for the record, is the one who was wearing the lemon shirt last episode. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I got that. <laughs> just, just for in case anyone was confused by who I was referring to there, it was the the dude who I, was um, working with Deke. <laughs> I, I loved it early on. You know, he comes up, he goes to give Mac a report. It's like, hey, you know, Deke's sedated. Man, he's, you know, it's, it's actually quiet. I don't know what's going on. Can you even imagine that? You know, small miracles. And Mac just shoots him this look. Like, and he's like, I'll shut up now. Yeah, you're a rookie. Don't don't think we're friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you don't know, get well, to banter on us yet. Yeah, and Mac tries to, you know, comfort Yo-Yo because he knows she's just lost someone and she's not willing... She's kind of having none of it. She she, she kind of gives him the cold shoulder and obviously she's in a bad place so you don't necessarily blame her too much, but she's clearly still a little bit resentful for Mac basically ending their relationship because he just wanted to focus on his job as director. And she kind of rubs it in a little bit at the end where she's like, uh, you know, that'll be all director or something like that. You know, she, oh, she, calls, him, was. she calls him director at the end. Um, and... It's just, you know, it gives us... Because we didn't see this part of their relationship, so we've been kind of getting little snippets of, like, what went down uh, yeah. throughout. And this was another little bit of that. But she kind of implicates uh, Doctor... Uh, what's his face? Benson. Um, so Benson, uh, she's worried about him, and Matt goes to see him, and he's, his hand's a little bit shaky, and he's trying to, you know, investigate the body. And basically the 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 material of the crystals ends up being very similar to the monoliths which is interesting because we never really did find out where they came from and as they mentioned there's a third one that we don't even know what it controls they remind us in this one yeah we got space and time we don't know what the third one is yeah uh benson theorizes that the the creatures might be life and death which could fair. be i mean a bit of a leap but sure um and but it was just fine. I, I like all of this is interesting. He seems to be more into it by the end, where he's like, "Okay, can I get a quinjet and go and investigate where this this was first discovered? To see if I can figure things out about this word that the yeah they've got that that word that's you know, ink and is what they're going on like from that society. Yeah, it was like Pichachu or something like that, something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Another P. Um, but like it, the, it, it was a P and it had a Q in there, so it, I was never gonna remember it. They're looking into that and um that's when obviously those come back at the end is when we get to that point um but there is a nice scene between yo-yo and benson where they kind of like bond a little bit and she stops mistrusting him just a touch yeah because she's feeling terrible for having made the you know the, the hard choice with, with killing keller but obviously she knows that it was the right choice because it was you know a terrible situation it was going to go mad and kill everyone but she still doesn't like that she did it and you know, he talks about having to you know, turn the life support off on his husband and, you know, how it, it's only the fact that he knew it was the right thing to do that, that you know, got him through it in the end. Yeah, and he, the, his as, husband's... As much as it did when he's clearly had some problems after. And he says well, his husband's family hated him for it as well, so he's kind of living with that, like, living yeah. reminder of it. So, 
yeah, so that, that was that stuff. Um, again, sort of ticking up. A couple of little character beats for Yo-Yo and Benson especially. Uh, but even Matt got a little bit of chance to shine in this this, this little subplot. Um, mm. But then, of course, the other main plot of the episode is May with, with Sarge and uh, Snowflake. And or as she shall henceforth be known, Princess Butterfly. Which one's Princess Butterfly? Snowflake. Why is she known as that now? Because May calls her that, and I thought that's a better name. Don't confuse things. It's not confusing. It's a nickname. Uh, I don't need to deal with more names. So, <laughs> May, like, we, so we have this thing throughout the episode where May's kind of, like, floating in and out of what seems to be a memory, right? In fact, if, if the first time she was waking up from this, I was thinking, have they given her something to spe- specifically make her see well. things or, or whatever? Yeah, because she's very close to heat. Yeah, she's in Tahiti, which again, you know, is very reminiscent of season one with Coulson and him remembering Tahiti. But of course, in this case, she's with Coulson and it appears to be the, you know, the, the time they spent together after season five. Um, but it's like, how accurate is this as to what happened? Is this kind of a weird, maligned version that's kind of blurring with, with present day? Yeah. Um, because if it isn't blurring with present day, then there's some pretty weird implications about this maybe, where Coulson from her memory said very similar things to how this this sarge is speaking i I think that's intentional i don't think it is i think the memory might be accurate because the way she questions sarge as to you know who about being an imposter i think she might be onto something uh because sarge you know is like oh you know how do you know he talks about colson and He's like, oh, you know, he must be, who is he, you know, shapeshifter, you know, it must be an imposter of some sort, because there's only one me. And, um, but, but May's like, no, no, I know Colson, he was a person, you know, you know, I've seen, you know, childhood pictures, you know, parents, whatever, that sort of stuff. And Sarge looks a bit rattled by this, like, he doesn't want to believe it. And, you know, she says, oh, maybe, you're, you know, you're the imposter, I don't, are you sure you know who you are? Yeah, well, this is, this is kind of where I, I get into the worrying speculation, is that could this somehow be Coulson? But a Coulson that... Because he talks about how he's like 100 years old already because he's been on different planets with different speeds and different, you know, like... Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't necessarily remember... Like, he, he does seem rattled by this, and if he doesn't really know where he comes from and he's saying things that are similar to the way Coulson spoke, like some of the, the key phrases that he uses in the, in the flashbacks, like, yeah. I don't necessarily like this idea... But it did definitely cross my mind, like, well, is there going to be some sort of weird twist here where somehow someone in space and time reanimated Coulson and he doesn't Which remember who he is? I think would be interesting, given given where we actually go with Sarge in this episode, we learn that he's not, like, entirely just evil. He's no, actually... He's- fighting something he's cold in what, the way he does things but he is hunting down these uh these alien beings shrikes I believe shrikes was the word yeah um and he has this initiation thing with me he's going to try and turn me and they put me in a room with someone just like keller from last episode where he's got the bug inside him and or the shrike specifically and it's like hey once he starts screaming you're going to want to stab him with this blade specifically <laughs> in the chest yeah. this is what you want to do and we get this, this pretty cool fight scene with me you know yeah. Fighting, fighting this dude, and it's all demony, very possessed. Yeah, stuff coming out of his mouth and all sorts. Doing the backwards crawling. Oh yeah, yeah. He went fully exorcist at one point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she, she, I mean, she wins the fight, and they come out. Oh, I knew you had it in you, and blah blah. And then she's obviously on the truck again. She's, she's, you know, got her hands tied. 
but she's able to like sort of fight back and knock out Snowflake. And we actually get a really cool fight scene with Sarge and her that's just in the seats at the front of the truck. It's a really yeah. impressive little fight scene given the fact that they're basically just sitting down the entire time. But mm. really, really good. And it begs these interesting questions because even when she knocks him out, she kind of it kind of blurs with a memory of Coulson falling asleep on Tahiti. Yeah, she p- puts the arm back up. Yeah. And I, I think obviously, at the very least, it, it gives... Even though she knows this isn't really Coulson, or at least she did believe that before. It just, it blows this attachment of, yeah. okay, because she's got like, I'm going to kill you and it's going to hurt. You know, I don't care that you, what you look like him. But this moment shows that it's getting to her. Yeah, it's getting to her that he at least looks like Coulson. And, because this is the weird thing, if this does turn out to be somehow be Coulson and he's been alive for all this time and like, he's been, he's been you know, like, like, we could actually end up with Coulson for season seven again if he ends up getting memories back. Yeah, it could be like remembering who he is. A very, a very changed version of Coulson, but wouldn't be totally unlike Fitz. Sure, sure. Um, and I, I could be completely wrong here. There, there was just... It was enough the, there. Yeah. There's enough there to speculate that somehow this could be Coulson, even though, you know, presumably she saw a body. You know, she saw him die. Or Yeah, because across all these universes, if we were talking multiverse... and. That doesn't seem quite accurate because there's no. It doesn't seem like there's copies of people, right? There's not like different versions. Oh, different versions, and if anything, like I'm beginning to wonder if they even come from different universes. Like he, because he just keeps saying worlds, and I'm like, he does. Is, yeah. is, is, is the is the is the device that lets them, you know, transition from one planet to the next? Is that just a space thing? Is it just traveling through space? It could well be, yeah. From another planet. I mean, we kind of leaped. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's because it's the idea that. Well, no, because back in episode one, they did mention, oh, it turns out there's a building there. But I guess it's maybe just they had coordinates for Earth, and it turned out those coordinates had a building on it. Very a... possibly. Because yeah. t- I think to us, we leaped at, oh, on their Earth, there's no building there. Yeah. The, like, in, in my defense, I think there was a lot pointing towards multiverse up until this point. And it's only in this episode that I'm questioning it now. Yeah. So that's interesting. It's, it's interesting stuff. And it, um, because I, I think part of me really just wants Coulson to be dead, not because I don't like Coulson, but because I just like the death to stick. No, I get that. Um, but, I mean, it would be so Coulson to just come back again. I mean, if 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 he does end up actually being Coulson, and he he's been living like you know he got his memory erased, he he thinks he is who this Sarge is, and he has been doing this for a hundred years. Like that wasn't a lie necessarily. He has actually been I, doing no, this for I, a long time. I think time. that was true. Yeah. Um, and you know, because it's the thing, like. He's not the villain that we thought he was from you know the first few episodes. He's trying to stop something bigger, and let's say yeah, he's got really shitty methods, and he's willing to just sacrifice you know however many worlds he has to. Yeah, there was that one line though before where it was implied that they would be the ones hurting the world in some capacity. Remember uh, the other guy was like, "Oh, can we not just soak this in before before you know all goes to there shit?" There was there was this here. It seemed to be. Uh, like when it arrives, he's going to kill this world and that, you know, and kill that with it. So, it, you know, I don't know. Yeah, there's a, there's a creator behind the shrikes that he's kind of hunting. That's kind of the, the angle. Yeah. Um, and eventually he will come or she will come and they'll, they'll try and kill it. Um, but it doesn't necessarily look to me that he's been the one who's been destroying the world. It sounds like, like when we saw that glimpse of them destroying the world before, like it almost seems to me now that it may have just been the shrikes that were destroying the world because it 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 become a planet of so many shrikes that it was just time to evacuate. Could be, yeah, or 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 maybe that was an attempt to right. Okay, when it came there, we'll we'll kill it with along with the world that it's on, 
Well, um, why, why do you keep saying along with the world that it's on? No, what was sure you think that? what he said in this. Uh, he, he said, you know, when it comes here, we'll, you know, we'll kill the world with it. Like, I'm sure along those lines, I'm sure. Okay, I didn't notice that particular part of the line, but... Okay, maybe I'm misremembering. Because you said it three times there, and I'm like, why are you so hell-bent in I'm, I'm, In my memory, that is there. Because uh, <laughs> to me, this episode was hinting to me that they're not destroying worlds. That the, the worlds are being destroyed, but it's not them that are doing it. Um... And or, no, may, or or maybe so much that they they only destroyed that world that we saw before because it had become so overrun with strikes that there was no saving it. There was no point in it. Could be, yeah. But that said though, that one line of dialogue from that previous episode did imply that they would have something to do with the world being destroyed. It did, yes. So you know, I, I'm not sure where I'm standing on that right now. But that th- this one certainly gave me a different impression. Further evidence needed. Further evidence needed, yes. I need I'm a scientist, damn it. Right? Yeah, yeah, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a scientist. I look at the evidence. I deduce. <laughs> sure you do. I deduce. I'll deduce all over your face. Anyway. Yeah, you can try. Um. So, yeah, that was that, that was that plot. <laughs> which, very good. Um, which means that's the episode. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, like the uh, the May plot and the uh, the the other Earth stuff. Obviously, there was differences in terms of the character stuff, but a lot of it was just learning about you know the strikes, what they are. Kind of getting that, that sort of information. It felt like they were um, two angles of the same uh, thematic plot thread. Well, no, I mean the big thing we learned about them is that they're connected to the monoliths in some way. Yeah, that that is yeah. the big thing, which is interesting because so much of this season feels like okay, we kind of finished what the show needed to do last season, and this season's kind of a bonus season. But it's kind of nice that the main villain in this is actually connecting back to something that we've had since season three. You know, we because that first monolith, yeah. hell, actually, even end of season two, because you know Simmons got sucked into it. So we've had a monolith since season two. Yeah, it's been such a a staple of the show that we we kind of even stopped questioning them, didn't we? Well, that was the thing. Like, we didn't really need answers. It, it was happy to just be a mystery. Like, if the show had ended without answering that, no, I don't think any of us would be like that fussed about it. It, it would always be a question. So, oh, I wonder what they were, right? But it was never something that I was necessarily. Expecting it was never an something that to. detracted from the show. Uh, but it's nice yeah. that in this season we're we're getting like okay if we're going to actually explore the monoliths a little bit and find out where do they come from in some capacity and the idea that they're connected to these these shrikes which there's this team like jumping from world to world world hunting the people or the, the beings connected to these things uh, very interesting and it does make me wonder though that, let's just wrap this all around in a theory here if we're talking about how Coulson could be alive and have all, like, not have his memories, but be this different version, be Sarge, right? Yeah. The third monolith. Time, space, third one does whatever's happened to Coulson. Uh, potentially, yeah. Is it, is it time, space, reality? Yeah, it could be. I, I mean, maybe Ben's was on something with life and death. That's how it's reanimated him. But maybe it reanimates him without the memories. Well, he was talking about the creatures. He wasn't talking about the monolith. He was, but uh, I'm wondering if maybe they're linked to the third monolith specifically, for all we know. Um, it's not like they were related to all of them, uh, from the way they were talking. Um, but that, that would be my guess. If it does turn out to really be Coulson, my guess would be that the third monolith is the, the culprit. <laughs> yes, but who's using it? Yeah, well, I assume whoever's controlling the Shrikes maybe created them. So, so something yeah. ancient. Whoever this says, they're old. <laughs> I'm going to say that right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> so, someone bigger than Thanos. I'll say it right now. Yeah, that's because Shield's better anyway. 
<laughs> that's my guess is i i think this season we'll find out what that third monolith does and i think it's related to two of our sarges one way or another yeah definitely i agree that's my guess so right I, now. I, I, I lie about this you know because we, we we said a lot you know this is how we've really missed you we, we, we've talked to a few earlier episodes how we miss like network shows of this style mm-hmm. it's nice being able to theorize and some on a weekly show like this it's it's not often we get to do that anymore it's often you know netflix shows or amazon shows or whatever but it feels a while since we've had like a weekly show where we get this sort of well i mean okay, that's what theories. that's what hbo amc and uh was the other one yeah no uh, usa uh, i'm missing the robot that was all i was thinking yeah yeah but it feels like we don't get enough of that anymore yeah. and so you know it, it feels like at least for us specifically it feels like it's been a while yeah Oh, that's weird. we've had a weird drought of shows like that for a few months. Um yeah. but that is uh that is uh, Shield episode episode five. Uh so you can let us know what you thought of the comment in the comments below of the episode. You can like and subscribe, all the usual stuff. Uh, you can go to Patreon. As we mentioned, this this uh, these series of Shield reviews is brought to you by Tim Neal, one of our patrons. Uh you can go and sponsor things on patreon.com slash TV. Uh, or you can just support us for as little as a dollar per month and get some bonuses, some extras, some stuff early, that kind of thing. Um, and of course, uh, rating is on your iTunes or your podcast app of choice. It helps share out the show. Uh, and of course, just share out the show on Twitters or your Facebooks, your social medias, whatever, whatever is convenient. Uh, but that is, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla?